Hello and welcome to an episode of Beyond Friends, a podcast through her eyes. We're your hosts, Sunny, Mingzi, and Ping. And we're delighted to have you join us today. If it's your first time listening to us, we're happy to have you here. And if you've listened to us before, welcome back. So friends, this is the month of love. How are we feeling, Aww. single ladies? <laughs> Single as hell. Oh, the single Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, if by now you already see the title of this episode, it's called Letters to My Ex. And um, Peng had this wonderful idea after listening to ABG's, uh, one of ABG's podcast episodes about them writing letters to their ex. So I did a little bit of Google researching, you know, my academic scholarly self <laughs> and i found this website that is actually dedicated to letters to people's ex and it's like an oh, i can't say the word anonymous, anonymous. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um people actually write letters to their ex they, they leave it on for strangers to read and i was a stranger and i was reading some and then um Pang and my C was also reading some and we've kind of linked some of the letters that resonates with us and we want to read them and we want to like dive into them maybe like do a psychologic analysis <laughs> on these relationships so friends how did first of all before we share the letters that resonates with us how did y'all feel like reading other people's letter and like kind of imagining yourself in their shoes or in that mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. yeah Minty, you want to go first? Yeah, it was interesting. I thought that, like, I think, like, for me, if I had, like, just recently got out of a relationship or if I was, like, super in my feels about a relationship, a past relationship, I would definitely be, like, this is a nice community or, like, a nice outlet to go to. So it was definitely interesting to hear. Like, some letters are really, like, well thought out and, like, they're, like, hefty, but some letters are literally just a few sentences. And you can definitely see... Like, there's some letters that are angry. Some are, like, I'm still in love with you. Some are, I'll love you from a distance now. So, yeah. Wow. You know, I was, I, yeah, it was kind of weird reading, like, just strangers as long letters to my ex. But I felt like, uh, in a sense, that I wasn't alone. That the feelings that I were feeling, I was feeling at the time, or and still feeling, um, other people are feeling, too, or have felt it, too. And so... There's a sense of empathy as well. I really found comfort in that. What about you, Sunny? Mm, yeah. Yeah, same. I mean, I don't have like a romantic ex, but while reading them, I just kept thinking about all my friends who like had exes. And I'm like, dang, homegirl, mm. is this you? <laughs> <laughs> I was reading letters and I was like tagging them to all my friends. I was like, oh, I know this scenario. <laughs> And I don't know. It was nice. It makes me want to write a play about it. <gasps> That's true. Um, but how about which one of you want to share the letter that resonates with you? I can share mine. Um, so the one that I found, it's quite long. So I'm going to only read the first like few sections that drew me to it the most. So this one is titled Somewhere in Time. There Exy, as I look back almost a decade and a half, it reminded me how life was so simple, quiet and reticent. I never knew that I would find then someone who would change my perception of men. I grew up in a home where the definition of manliness was defined in a fist and not a heart. At the time when my parents separated, 
you were there for me. And I'll always be most grateful. The first Christmas after we moved out of our house was the saddest Christmas. And I expected the same with the new year. But then you came along and brought us out under the stars with showers of fireworks to meet a brand new year, a fresh new start. For me, it remains as my most beautiful memory of you. You shielded me from pain and grief. Your gentleness and laughter soothed my broken heart. I began to look at you with admiration. Our friendship deepened for we understood each other in between lines, pauses and silences, even each other's gestures and nuances, subtleties and finer sensibilities, for we are the most misunderstood souls. Yet I find you in a beautiful soul. We knew how to challenge each other yet inspire at the same time. I remember telling you upfront how your choir kept singing the same piece over and over again and how unapologetically uttered. Sorry, this is in a different language. Wala na bang iba? Since then, you guys kept learning new pieces almost every week. And there came the awe-spiring Handel's Messiah. I never challenged you again. You are truly a master of your own craft. And the letter goes on and it um, explores more about their relationship and um, with um, church and with their faith and choir. And then it closes saying, your friend from a distance and for always, Hadassah. I think they're Filipino. I think so too, because mm-hmm. it looks like Filipino yeah, it language. Looks, Tag- yeah, it Tagala. looks um, Tagala, yeah. The last part was just the person saying, your friend from a distance and for always, Hadassah. Oh, so you jumped. I was like, I got so lost. I was like, wait, where did she go? <laughs> okay. So, Macy, why did you choose this letter? I think I chose this letter because in thinking about like my own ex or the ex that I chose to write a letter to, I felt like similar sentiments in terms of feeling that that person was like a safe space for me um, during my parents' divorce. And like they helped me through that a lot and um even though like me and my ex's relationship wasn't good like there was a lot of bad in that relationship it was also very comforting to have him there with me and for me during that time and so um yeah that that part was kind of like what resonated with me but I just thought that it was like really touching to see how this person kind of like yeah appreciates and admires that person for their friendship and their past relationship yeah just from the first first uh, few paragraph you read might see um this person who wrote the the individual who wrote this wrote it very beautifully or they did a lot of comparison or kind of like went back to what they grew up with and then kind of referenced that and i feel like as you kind of find what love means to you and um what it means to have a partner, you start to question and open your views and see different lenses of what is being introduced. Yeah, I think it's almost like the way that this person talked about, they had like a sense of security. And I think like going back to the attachment episode, it's kind of talking about how like for me, I am really like wanting someone who makes me feel so safe and secure too. And so I think that was another part of why I liked this letter. And that portion of the letter. Yeah, I agree. I feel like this person has like still so much love mm-hmm. for Arxi. And like, yeah, now that you mentioned attachment, it sounds like Arxi made him secure, like, mm-hmm. or created this secure attachment where they're still able to write this like beautiful love letter. Is that a love letter? I don't know. But this beautiful letter again. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like 
I really wonder if like I don't know it doesn't sound like they have a relationship anymore but I wonder if they're like still friends or Mm -hmm. in the same group even the same city yeah because even mentioned about how like um this person challenged the person they wrote the letter to and then they took in that feedback and like they were able to change it and so it kind of shows that like they are secure in the sense where they're able to take feedback and kind of do something with it and not feel like uh attacked by it you know mm-hmm. and stuff so yeah be defensive it was really, about it yeah it was really a nice story mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. i like it it was a very smooth introduction yeah you want to go next uh yes i can go next um the one I wrote or the one I found is also pretty long, uh, not as long as the other one. But let me let me just read like one, two, three, four, five. I'll just read middle to the end. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the whole thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excluding excluding the first two paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> should I just? No, I don't want to read the whole thing. You should just. I mean, it's up to you, bro. Uh. Okay, okay, fine. I'll read the whole thing. Never mind. I used to read the whole thing. Okay. Because it talks about how, like, uh, they're beginning and they're very beginning. Yeah. Mm, Okay, sounds good. I'll read the beginning or the whole thing. Dear you, it's been a whole year now. A year since I looked at your tear-stained face, I recognized that we couldn't continue what we had and be truly happy. This just couldn't work. I'm not going to lie. The end of our relationship has shaken me to the core. How could that relationship not work? We had everything going for us. I was going to Bible college. My mom and your parents got along so well. We had a plan to be missionaries and travel the world. We were high school sweethearts, voted cutest couple in our senior year. We talked and laughed about those who said we we wouldn't make it. How silly they were. They didn't know what our love was like. Our love was like the love you find in a movie. You loved film and I loved everything. Our love was the love you find in a Taylor Swift song. And that was proven time and time again as we baked in the kitchen and danced to her songs. Wow, actually rhymed. Oh, wait, it's the same word. (laughs) Okay. Remember that time we laid on your bunk bed and listened to Hollison and didn't need to say a word? Remember the first Halloween when we sat in Pansy Park Fancy Patch Park, and I told you my fears and hurt. How did we not make it? If that one didn't, what will? I thought about a lot over the past year. What about that relationship wasn't right? When you broke up, I had a Doctor Who lunchbox full of letters and mixed CDs to discard. I just realized I still had the YouTube playlist of videos you made for me bookmarked. We didn't end because you hurted me or I hurt you. We just both knew it had to stop, which makes it hard because I still love you. I don't think I'm ever going to stop loving you, but I also know that we can never be. Please don't think that I'm sitting and waiting around for us to be able to work because I'm not. I've been on a few dates and there are a few guys that who have caught my eye, but I will always love you. Every time I say that I love you, I loved you. Up until the very last time I said it when we broke it, broke it off, I meant it with my whole being. And now we're strangers in this big world. You know all of my secrets, but you don't know me now, which is so weird. I hope that you're okay. I hope that you're truly happy and that you found your better place 
and your better time. Then, oh, by the way, this um, entry is called, I don't think I'm ever going to stop loving you. That was deep, friends. I forgot what this uh, letter was about, TBH. Yeah, that's a powerful letter too. Like, damn. I have a question. Mm-hmm. As I was reading it, and um, I linked it to y'all too as you're kind of um, falling through, what mm-hmm. feelings were you feeling from this writer? I felt a lot of like grief because I felt like they were processing. What is this one called again? I don't think I'm gonna ever gonna stop loving you. Yeah, you can definitely feel that from this writer because they just talk about like how they thought that they could make it, and like you know, even talking about how other people laughed at them when they said that they would break up, but uh, they you know, they just didn't see that coming. And so when it actually did happen, it's like uh, there was some grief in the relationship ending. So yeah, that's kind of like the feelings and emotions I kind of felt. I felt like they were really frustrated. Like I feel like they they believed they had like the perfect equation. And like every time they did it, they did the math, like it it worked out, you know, in every single scenario and also like in every single hurdle that, that they went through, like it worked out. And like it's it was like this one last thing that like couldn't couldn't work. And I feel like in a way, like it might have been something that like they might have seen it as like too small mm-hmm. or like not big enough. Or like, but their partner might have been like, This is it. But this is the last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds yeah. like there was some okay, now I think I'm like reading too much into it, but sounds like there was some like <laughs> miscommunication. <laughs> Mm-hmm. or like holding holding things back for one another mm-hmm. yeah this letter makes me um very curious because there's this line right here um let me see if i can find it we didn't end because you hurt me or i hurt you we just both knew it had to stop i was like bro what happened like for y'all to both know that it just can't continue like yeah. it, it was like a good cliffhanger I think that, like, sometimes couples who break up, they say that, like, sometimes, personally, I've never experienced that, like, my breakups with my ex or, like, why I stopped talking to ex, it's always been because of a certain problem or issue and stuff, and so, like, it's always interesting to me when I hear people say that it just wasn't working anymore, so they had to break it off. So for me, I'm kind of like, what wasn't working anymore? Can you you specify Mm -hmm. a little? Mm -hmm. Yeah, if the love is still there what's the reason for the stop fighting Mm. or the what's the reason for not to fight for the relationship anymore there we go Sunny what do you think about that do you think people can yeah what's your take on people breaking up but not necessarily having a quote-unquote tangible reason to break up to me I feel like it sounds like they outgrew each other you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like the chapter was good but like it's like now they're kind of like okay like this is the max level that we can be t- with each other at this part in our life and it mm-hmm. sounds like they're sound like they're kind of saying like if we meet again in the future let's see who we are then and but mm-hmm. you know the writer sounds like the writer is saying like but if we meet in the future because they, they're at the end and like it's weird mm-hmm. to know that you know me but don't know me now yeah so it's like it's like they're saying that like now who I am now like isn't the person back then so like it goes back to like that uncertain ground of like the equation's not gonna work anymore or mm-hmm. I don't know but I understand I feel like 
I think that's how I would break up with somebody too. It's like we outgrew mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I see it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think like sometimes like people do get comfortable with because I think sometimes like it's true people like do get comfortable and even though they're still love and even though like you know maybe the relationship is worth fighting for but it's just not in a sense there anymore too so yeah Mm -hmm. and sometimes sometimes people say those are like the hardest breakups because it's like mutual and because you know there's still love but it just can't (sighs) go on anymore Pango is that face what was that (laughs) oh (laughs) oh so relatable so relatable you might hear it in my letter and mm -hmm. i feel like your letter this letter that you shared paying it sounds like it was like young love doesn't it yeah they were like young they like maybe they dated like middle school all the way through high school even college Mm -hmm. and then when it became adults Mm -hmm. they were like ah god like i gotta go even though it's been like 10 years yeah Mm-hmm. why did yeah. you choose this letter why oh good question um i think it was like the last i kind of um to be honest i kind of skim it but i think what caught my eye was the ending and then also the title is that but then the ending it was actually kind of weird too because i actually said this in my letter I which I will share too. Uh, she said that we are now strangers in this big world. You know all of my secrets, but you don't know who I am now. That was what caught my eye. I was like, you know, that is so true. Because sometimes, a lot of the times, uh, after a breakup, yeah, that partner, that ex partner, becomes a total stranger. Like there's no mm-hmm. more communication. All the friendship, relationship, and uh, connection that you have built with this person. And such a soul connect is now like basically invisible and have, is yeah. gone. Yeah. No, I definitely saw a few letters that like had the same sentiment. I really like how this person <laughs> worded it, that you know all my secrets, but you don't know me now. Because um, I definitely feel that. I feel like that's, again, one of the hardest parts about a breakup is that you can spend every day with this person or like, you know, so much time with this person and all of a sudden they're just out of your daily routine now and they're just mm-hmm. out of your life now. Yeah, for people, it's it's hard because it's like a big part of you and someone who you see so much of um, and you give so much to, like they're just not there anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a hard routine to grow out of for sure. Mm-hmm. what about you sunny question for you sorry i, I know we're kind of spending a little no, time on this i letter. love how we're spending we're like we care so much about this person <laughs> um because you don't have uh experience with like a breakup or having a uh, ex-significant other have you ever experienced um like an ex-relationship that kind of was like second nature to you felt very routine like and then when that relationship kind of broke off um it was an adjustment to your life and you felt you have diff- you have emotions towards that so I kind of threw that bomb at you sorry <laughs> no that's okay um no I haven't I usually leave people so I don't I don't know what I usually like detach from that well my dad yeah. like he wasn't like, like that when you divorced too. wasn't that what did it impact like because you probably saw him even less right yeah but I never I mean all I remember my dad is like he was always sleeping 
Mm-hmm. Like he he just took care of himself, no one else. So then when he left, it was just like just another body that's gone. But nothing like I don't know. Most of my relationships when like people who's left me or I left them, like it's I feel like the emotions are already gone. Mm-hmm. Like I've already emotionally detached from them that it's like, okay, <laughs> like the hurt is gone. So yeah. Do you think you ever experienced that um that level of like detachment that kind of still lingers? Yeah, I think it's like I think I would experience that if if they broke up with me and I still love them. I think that would happen. But most of my it's like me breaking up with them. I, mean, I think my dad's the only one who's like left me, but he didn't have much of a significant for me to like feel anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sound toxic. Yeah. Like <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> My sister was just talking about like her her breakups, and I'm like, dude, I sound like one of your ex or something. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, friend. I'll yeah. I'll share my letter, the one that I got or that I chose. So my letter is called "Love Is a Losing Game." Love is a losing game. I was a hopeless romantic, always fantasizing about being in love and sharing my world with someone forever. Until I actually fell in the deepest love, deeper than the depths of the universe. Now I never want to love anyone again. I was sure it was going to be you. We had our entire life's plan. We weren't perfect, but we had each other. So I thought, it's been seven months since you broke my heart. Our anniversary is in three days. We didn't make it this time around. I dreaded this day, yet here we are. Here I am, alone. Why were you so selfish to me? You took and took, but never gave. I'd give you my heart if yours ever stopped pumping. I just don't understand and never will. We were happy. Times got hard, and I never thought out of everybody it would be you to give up. You just simply let go. You knew it, and I never saw it coming. You took my love, my kindness, my warmth, my body, my soul, all for granted, I watered you. I helped you grow and you weren't watering me. I didn't understand in a moment why I was always so tired, full of anxiety and had low self-esteem, which was something I never had before. I understand now it's because you deprived me from everything I needed to grow. You left me out to die and my leaves were turning brown right before my eyes. I fought for someone who chose everyone and everything over me. Now I choose me. I love me more now than ever now i water myself i forgive you for you had no clue what to do with such a special gift from god you still don't and unfortunately will never get the chance to try in this lifetime at least i pray you're happy i wish you no bad as i heal i have a much greater understanding of self and know now that i will never pour all of that hopeless love into anyone but me and that will never be a game i lose P.S. Was the grass greener on the other side? And scene. <laughs> that was actually wow. you read it very beautifully, Sunny. Like mm-hmm. I was kind of smiling, kind of. I was smiling because you just read it with so much emotions, so much, like so much empathy, and so much like you just carried her words as if it was your own. Yeah, when you it said is. It, it's like theater. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was like theater I didn't expect you to bring the theater out in you I was like okay yeah she practiced it she 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 ready for her main character session <laughs> and uh 
I'm ready for the opa. <laughs> right? You know, as you're reading, Sunny, I um okay. I didn't realize how how figuratively drawn she made this. Or sorry, I keep saying she, but how beautifully and figuratively drawing this writer wrote because she used a lot of like um description to nature and really brought in like grass and flowers and watering into the picture even though this like letter is like only like five paragraphs because she did such a reputation of it it was like really stuck in mind i liked it yeah i i chose this um letter because first it was short i didn't realize that there were long ones until i saw y'all's <laughs> so this one was pretty short and i feel like it was pretty like pretty general enough where like it feels like a very like basic relationship um feels like one that i i've seen growing up you know with like with all the women in my life you know and it just like i don't know i the part that like i, I yes i feel like this person has like it's kind of like saying like i'm a badass you know, like, I, I don't need you and everything. But the part that gets me and the part that makes me realize that this person still loves the price, the other partner and is still waiting is when they said, unfortunately, you will never get another chance to try again in this lifetime, at least. And I was like, okay, girl, you still trying to um, hone chate. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was just like, oh, you still like giving them a chance. Because you said not in this lifetime, but like maybe in another. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like this person, definitely their writing is hopeless romantic style too. Like it's mm-hmm. such a, mm-hmm. I, I definitely see this like, I don't know. When I was reading this, Ping, I was just thinking about you. I was like, dang, I feel like Ping wrote this letter. <laughs> I just feel like these are like Ping's words. Even though like it's, it might not relate to your situation at all. I was just like, this is just like such beautiful figurative words and like, it just makes me feel like some type of emotion. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. That's funny. That's funny. I can see myself. Yeah. Wendy, what about you? What do you think about this letter and what stood out to you? I definitely see some character development <laughs> from this person. Um, yeah. And I definitely relate to this letter a lot, actually. Just like the feelings of wanting something and then having it and then feeling so broken because someone is able to walk away from it so easily it makes you feel like um again like what this person was talking about like that you're taken for granted and stuff like that and then I've definitely like been in situations where I felt like I was giving more than I was receiving and that's really hurtful Mm -hmm. because it makes you question a lot about like why you're doing the most for Mm -hmm. someone who's not even willing to do a little bit of nurturing for you yeah like the line that she said I watered you I helped you grow and you weren't watering me I didn't understand in the moment why I was always tired full of anxiety and had low self-esteem which was something I never had before and then later she says it's because you deprived me from everything I needed to grow and that's like so real because sometimes you get stuck in those kind of situations where where it's just like not of any service to you anymore any benefit to you anymore and you're just giving 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 but you're slowly just wilting away Mm mm-hmm yeah, I, I think that's why, like, it relates so much to, like, the women's in my life. Because, like, mm-hmm. I've just seen, like, all of the, like, all of these women, like, they, like, they're so strong and they're so independent. But, like, when they're in these relationships, like, they pour everything into it. And, like, I don't know. I just be looking at it and I'll be like, dang, I just don't think I can do that. Like, I don't think I can, like, 
love someone to the point where I'm going to pour everything. Like, I got to take some and I got to take some more from you than like mm-hmm. what I'm pouring, you know? And I feel mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I just think about like, in like, I just feel like they're so patient too. Okay. Like, I think about my mom and my sisters. I'm just like, yo, like, y'all are so patient. Even my friends, you know? Like, even like our friends. I'm like, y'all are so patient. Like, I just feel like I have no patience to give to 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 a person like i just can't like i have i have no patience for myself so how can i give it to another person yeah. what do you mean sunny i don't like i'm really hard on myself you know like uh, you're, you're, you're your biggest critic so mm-hmm. then like when i really like somebody i start to critique them and i'm like oh no i'm not trying to be a teacher i'm not mm-hmm. yeah, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i actually like see myself a lot in this person because honestly my letter it could have definitely had more of this type of sentiment too i feel like but yeah, I don't know. I feel for this letter a lot and this person. Mm-hmm. Um, you can definitely tell how hurt they were in results of the relationship and the breakup and stuff. But um, yeah. hopefully they are truly doing better and stuff now. Yeah. yeah, something I'm curious about, too, is that this writer, they started with um, the sentences, love is a losing game. What song is that? Love is a losing game. I don't know. Wait, that's not the song. <laughs> um but then she can uh they continue to i was a hopeless romantic do y'all think they're still a hopeless romantic what's this past tense i think they're trying to say that like i'm not a hopeless romantic no more but this letter is proving it wrong (laughs) i know i think think, yeah i think they're almost trying to say that like i think it's like a almost like a defense mechanism because it's like you are a hopeless romantic but you're traumatized that's why she says now i never want to love anyone again because Mm -hmm. As much as it was like the love was good and like as much as they wanted love and sharing their world with someone, it like shattered this person so much that it's scary to them now, which is real. It's definitely like stuff you have to work through. Another reason why I chose this letter is because I really love ending, like when I write emails to like my professors and stuff, I really love ending it with PS. I feel like it's a really cute thing. I don't know. I'm just like, here's my secret note to you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So that's funny. I have a PS in my uh, letter, but it's not it's not romantic or anything. Or like, <laughs> yeah. Once I read it, yeah, you'll know yeah. what I mean. I do like her PS though. I was like, dang, okay. I like PS too. Oh my goodness. Wait, do y'all think okay? Do y'all think that they cheated? Like the person cheated on them? Because that's it, PS. It insinuates that, right? It kind of insinuates that. Was the grass greener? Mm. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I mean that do the the PS do make that implication. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But thank you, friends, for sharing your the letters that resonated with you. I really love like diving into other people's stories and like we're analyzing them. So, like we said to y'all, if you have a story, send it to us, please. <laughs> like yes. you, have our, you have our email, you have our Instagram and Facebook. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to us, and hopefully, our conversation sparks an interest in checking out the website. Letter to my ex or makes you want to write one of your own. Keep your eyes out for part two of this episode where we share our letters and maybe then you can give us some of your advice. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions or want to tell us your story, and please do, you can shoot us an email at teambeyondfriends at gmail.com. If you like our podcast, please share it with your friends and give us a rating. You can also follow us on Instagram at teambeyondfriends and on Facebook at teambeyondfriends. Until next time.